This is a Black Beauty highlight where we take a moment to highlight a Black person who has made a positive impact on the community. Today, we highlight Elizabeth Wright. Elizabeth Evelyn Wright was born on August 18, 1872, near Talbotton, Georgia. Her mother, Virginia Rolfe, was a Cherokee woman, and her father, Wesley Wright, was an African-American carpenter. Both of her parents were former slaves. Elizabeth was the seventh of 21 children, and most likely due to this fact, was raised primarily by her uncle and her maternal grandmother. She attended school at a local African Episcopal church before pursuing her education at Tuskegee Normal and Industrial Institute, now Tuskegee University in Alabama, an educational facility run by Booker T. Washington. While there, she became enamored with the Washingtons and subsequently began her own journey in bringing quality educational opportunities to the African-American community. Due to health reasons that had plagued her throughout her life, Wright left Tuskegee temporarily in her senior year to spend three months teaching in Hampton County, South Carolina. However, upon her return and with the help of Washington's wife, she was able to take on less rigorous duties and graduate with the class of 1894. Wright then returned to Hampton County to establish a colored school. Her first attempts failed when local hostile whites destroyed the school building by burning it to the ground. She attempted to establish schools three more times, walking between 5 and 20 miles daily, gathering support for her cause. Each time, she was met with hostility, suspicion, and racism. Although this effort took a major toll on her health, she kept searching for a place to build her school. She was finally successful in 1897 in Denmark, South Carolina, where she found a 20-acre plot of land. The owner offered to sell it for $2,000, which would be the equivalent of over $71,000 today. She raised the down payment through donations from offerings from 33 churches and from individuals from the surrounding community. She named the school the Denmark Industrial School for Colored Youth. By 1900, the school needed to be expanded, and Wright found a 280-acre plot that would suit the growing student body. The owner of the plot originally asked for $3,000, but later raised the price to $4,500. In her first raising endeavor, Elizabeth refused to take donations from philanthropic organizations in order to maintain the independence of the school. However, she quickly realized that exceptions had to be made in order to continue to serve the needs of her students and her faculty. She changed her stands on large donations and asked New Jersey philanthropist Ralph Voorhees for assistance. He provided the support in 1902 and Wright and the trustees renamed the institution after him. Though she was very ill during its construction, Wright oversaw the completion of what would be later named the Voorhees Industrial School, which was modeled after Tuskegee Institute. 
The new school opened in 1902 and provided co-educational schooling for black elementary and high school students. The elation of the new school's opening would be short-lived, however. Elizabeth would live only four more years after its opening, passing away on December 14, 1906, at the age of 34. Her legacy would endure, though, continuing to shape the lives of young Black people for decades to come. The Voorhees Industrial School became a junior college in 1929 and later a four-year private institute. In 1923, Voorhees Industrial School became affiliated with the Episcopal Church. In 2022, it leveled up again, becoming Voorhees University, and is still an HBCU-affiliated academic institution to this day. Music